Today is May 16th. The Yankees took two out of three from the Orioles in Baltimore. Stan got hurt. Hicks got hurt. Gio got a little hurt. Voight's back. Judge's bat is back. Gary's on his way back. We got a lot to talk about. Ryan Lamar is a Yankee. And you don't know who that is. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you very much for hanging out with us a little bit as we recap the series that was against the Baltimore Orioles. Talking Yanks brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. In the corner, we got producer BBD. It's a fine Sunday afternoon. Weather was great this weekend by us. Excited to chat about the series. The Yankees lose game three like they always do. But they won the series. So once again, we have to try our best to, you know, talk about the series as a whole and be a little positive and not just harp on the feelings that we're feeling right now after game three. I think we're going to do fine, Jake. I think we're going to persevere. Tell everyone how you're doing. James, big baby David, everyone live in the chat right now and whoever else is listening. What's going on, everybody? I'm doing all right, man. Yeah, the people are calling it the Talking Yanks Recording Day Curse, and it's a long name for a curse, and I hate it. But yeah, no, it's real. We're T Y R D. We're gonna do some curse breaking things this week to try to get rid of that because it is a bummer. I mean, we uh, you know, building this was going at the end of the series, and it was. You know, drinking sad tears if we had a horrible series and getting those emotions out. Or it was running hot after a great series, getting those out. We've been doing a little, uh, <laughs> a little adding some cold water to a warm bath. It's like, okay, this is nice, but oh, I don't love the ending. So, it's fine. We're going to be excited. The Yankees are playing really good baseball. I think, what was the number? 17-8 and eight is the, the best record in baseball in that span. I mean, coming up on a month now. So, it's really good. Uh, it's a bummer today, especially. I mean, you're up. What are they, at 4 nothing. 4 nothing uh, after 1. 4 nothing after 1. So, so, to do that, hey, I'll... Let's get this out of the way. A little bit of kudos to the O's. Um, I really like Brandon Hyde for that team. That team has fought with some bad rosters for a few years now with him at the helm. I hope he sticks it out to see the better days that come ahead for Baltimore when Adley Rushman's there and that, because I I think we might grow to dislike that guy because he has them play really hard all the time. So good for the O's. Great for the Yankees, man. We are winning series. I think it's 6-0-2 in their last eight sets. We're playing baseball, baby. Playing baseball. Any way you slice it, Yankees are 7-3 and three in their last 10. That's mm. a good winning percentage, 700 winning percentage. Ask for that. They're 14-6 and six in their last 20. Mm. That's a good winning percentage. And they're 18-12 and 12 in their last 30. So they've been winning games. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. Like, sure. a lot of guys not hitting. A lot of guys hitting but never all at the same time. And now we're dealing with a lot of injury stuff. That's mighty scary. We still don't – like, and we'll just take a moment – at the top of the show here, before we get into Burns, before we get into awards, just talk about the state of the Yankees. We yeah. kind of do this a lot, but it's weird right now. 
And I'm glad they won. I, I said on the pregame show, thank God they were playing the Orioles while all this was happening because games one and two were just not competitive. Bruce Zimmerman, they called him up. He pitched pretty well. And Monty had a dud. But yeah. games one and two, the Orioles looked like, uh, especially the pitching, just a bad team. This episode is brought to you by Sam Bell, Ooh. Dylan Glanz, oh. Julie Herr, Plasma188, mm. Chris Prince, Andres Martinez, and William Rin. I already read those. I think so, because there's a Rin Tin Tin joke. Yeah, it was a Rin Lin. Well, they got second They got second shout-outs. Not bad. I'm just Ron Burgundy over here just reading the sheet. Who are those people again, Jim? Our most recent patrons. Uh-huh. Thank you guys very much for the support. We appreciate you. There's a lot of perks. If you want to go to the Patreon page and check it out, you can. Patreon.com slash John Boy Media. Jake, can I give you the update? Stan didn't play. Let's do a couple, yeah. There's a, f- there's a few going on here. Stan didn't play in the entire series. He's dealing with quad. Was that it? I think they said quad, and, and you're missing the best part, is that this was Hicks gets hurt. That's breaking, breaking yeah. news. We're figuring it out. Boone, in a Zoom, is asked, are you considering Stan for the outfield? And he says, yeah, 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 yeah we yeah. Uh, we are thinking about it. You know, we're going to – we're considering all options. But, yeah, we are considering Stan in the outfield. I think Joe's did it really well. Uh, you know, I grew up on SpongeBob. I do all those SpongeBob references all the time. But there's a SpongeBob joke that's like, 15 minutes later. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Stanton was injured, if not broken. So – yeah, we'll see. There hasn't been a, a real update on that. They said he should be available in Texas. Um, we'll find out because, I mean, if you put that on top of the Hicks news, it's like, holy crap. Yeah, right now I'm deciding to not be worried about the Stanton news. I'm with you. Um, almost yeah. by, like, necessity. Yeah. I am also don't put him in the outfield. Like, if, if he's going to hit the way he's been hitting and – don't. Did you hear the whole article or news story? I don't know if they said it on a broadcast or I read an article that he changed the way he ran, runs. I did hear something about that. He used to run leaning forward. Dude, I, it's either I'm going to be on the money or I'm going to be fifty like uh, a 180 Reverse. wrong. But it was either he used to run leaning forward and then get flat-footed by the time he reached like the velocity he was trying to get to. And they changed his gait for his leg muscles, and now he runs more straight up or leaning back. I I, I don't know what the actual way was, but the story was they changed his posture while running to prevent injuries, which I thought was weird. Sure. Yeah. But all, all of it's glad it worked. Weird. Yeah, all of it's pretty weird. I, you, do you think there's any chance of you that Stan heard Boone say that, and he was like, the outfield? Oh, Oh, actually, my quad is acting up. Yeah, you you and I have been. Rever- I think Stan really wants to play the outfield. You think he's he's found his happy place, and I hey, I hope he has if he has. But I think man, there's a chance Stanton was also surprised he said that. What a how bizarre, man! How I mean, bizarre! Dun, 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 Can you dun, turn dun, that away from me? How bizarre! How bizarre! Just turn it off. Um, yeah, man. I I don't know. It sucks, and I mean, we'll see. This is developing. Uh. We're, I think everyone in this room right now is expecting that 
Uh, Stan will play in the Texas series at some point. Gave Judge a couple DH days, so that's kind of nice. But which Judge says he doesn't like? Which judge says he doesn't like <laughs> unless he's home. Did you hear that part of it? It made sense because unless he, he's in between at home, innings, he's swinging and because they don't have access to like a cage and all the technology, right. and they just he's like we just have a net and a tee on the road. Worked out. Worked out Judgey. well. Yeah. And then this this all stemmed from originally the the panic spot of. You know, we were we were getting information live on the pregame show, and it was like we almost did a did a talking Yanks episode by accident. But uh, Hicksy, man, uh, the sheath to his sword. Yeah, the Hicks injury is weird. He tore the sheath that protects another part of his wrist, um, and it's a coin flip of what happened. Surgery's on the table, and there was a Mark Teixeira had it. And I, Didn't he have both? Yeah, Didn't so that's the interesting. Teixeira had it on both wrists, and he was a switch hitter, and he said, one, I was able to play through and was fine. It's like ten, He's like, 10 days, everything was good. The other kind of changed his career. He was only able to have one good season afterwards, and he had to go on a crazy diet and like do a crazy regimen. Change his lifestyle. Yeah, it completely changed his lifestyle to get back into baseball. It lasted one season, and then he stopped from this injury. And, and he... And, and Teixeira back in 2010 or 13, 13, because the World Baseball happened in the World Baseball Classic. So everyone was upset. And he was like, well, it's not that. It was going to happen anyway. He said he's just going to sit out two months. He came back to the Yankees in June and then played 15 games and then had to go get the surgery. Hicks is out for the season in my mind. And, I, and like, I, I hope that's not the correct case. I hope he comes back at some point. But if you're Cashman and the Yankees, I, I think you have to operate as if he's gone for the season. And especially a position as valuable as center field defensively, and you traded Talkman, and the center field depth is, and the outfield depth in general, which was at one point they traded Talkman because he was a fifth outfielder. Right. And now it's looking like, um, hold up, we need people. So they call up Ryan Lam- Lamar. Mm who's kind of a quadruple-A rover dealing with a lot of injuries himself. He's running hard. Go get it, Ryan Lamar. He's not going to be the answer. No. But he's going to platoon with Guardy probably for the next 10 days, and and we'll see what they do. Yeah, I think that's got to be the mindset. It's you got to wait and see for a certain point because this injury does have two extremes. It's not, um, you know. Hamstring, we got to feel it out when you're feeling good. Wait another week and run it. Like this could be the the bang biscuit, and it's out for the season. And then it's, you know how how do you start regarding guys? I mean, this is where Guardy's so valuable that even you Guardy haters out there can't deny this. I mean, he can still go get it and play center field. Like I think that's why he got the rest day today. Like Guardy's gonna be our center fielder five days a week going forward. Yeah, I'd guess he plays all four, definitely three or four in Texas, which is why they gave him the rest today. They said they're going to do a classic righty-lefty pr- platoon with Guardy, which makes sense. And if Ryan Lamar can catch balls, I mean, you know, Guardy versus lefties has been proven at this point of his career that, sure, go have yourself a, a couple days in the show, Ryan Lamar. But, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, if they uh, – I'm just – very interested to see what reports they get back from Hicks and our detective work into those reports because center field ain't the easiest p- position to replace. Like, if Hicks is out and Guardy has now become a forefront of your plans, 
it's a lot easier to get a corner outfielder. And I know we had a couple calls on the show, and we were eyeing that anyways because our corner outfield production hasn't been there. I don't know, man. It, it opens up a whole new can of worms, and that uh, that four or five million that we've saved saved for the trade deadline becomes a lot more interesting. So, I'm not ruling Hicks out for the year. I I gotta hear more on it uh, because it could also be you know two weeks from now, and we're like, hey, Hicks, he's back. Let's see how he looks. Sure, I just think it's eye opening to the depth. Like, I just think you yeah. have to go find center field depth. Well, let me ask somewhere. you a question because you're you know, let's say. It is bad news with Hicks. Yeah, yeah. If Talkman was... My guess isn't that he's out for the year. I'm just saying you got to act as if he's out for the year. Yeah, to, I, I don't think right now. I think at a as a point, As a fan, you're, you've braced yourself You have to that. start preparing, sure. Um, like the Yankees shouldn't make their trade for a starting center fielder right. if Hicks might be back in three weeks. Bingo. Um, use all but they money, should start but. placing feeler calls for center fielders around the in, league. And in, in theory... And triple-A like, center fielders, they should start... Changing the yeah. board to, oh, we need center field. Depth. But I, I guess that's my question back to In you. In theory, they've is, been doing that the whole time. If, Talk, if Talkman was still here, would that still – Hicks is out for the year. Yeah. And Talkman's still on the roster. I mean, are you still – I feel like that wouldn't be a solution. I feel like you'd still be saying we need to get someone. No. Between they our should get Talkman and the player to be named later from the Giants. Just ask him to return him. Bring him back. Justin Wilson. Saw some of those on the internet. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think if Talkman was still here, I, I don't think we'd be saying, like, all right, we were prepared for this. Uh, I still think there'd be a, we have to go find another solution. So, uh, interested to see the Hicks update. Anduhar and Clint are battling it out anyways for the corner outfield. We'll see if Gardy can find some magic in that bat. Uh, and then, yeah, I think it's, for me, it's two weeks. We got two weeks to mess around. Uh, old man Clint, cover some ground and center. See if you can find your hot streak we've been waiting for this season. Clinton do. <laughs> uh, man, the, the battle of the, the sticks, <laughs> if they can hit. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see it. I think uh, I'll, I'll be waiting for the Knicks, next Hicks update. And then, hey, maybe one of our midweek eps coming up. You know, we were mostly focused on starting pitchers. We can do uh, an all-outfield episode. Yeah, I, the options are kind of crazy. So they don't call up Florial because, one, they could not call up Florial. Yeah, it was, was not a legal thing because they had just placed him on the AAA roster. Uh, from AA, they moved him up to AAA, and there's a 42-hour window where you can't advance a guy again. I don't know why that exists. but That's weird. Especially with injuries and stuff. Like, why? Yeah, like the 10-day rule usually Is it just for, like, minor leaguers, like, Health, like, hey, you can't just move this guy and then move him back and then move him back. And like move him back. It's not like he gets to be on a nice flight to wherever. I guess seeing new people or something. I don't know. It's pretty weird. IMO. Um. Yeah. So, Florio also like you know, Curry tweeted it out today. A good quote from Cashman about yeah. rushing players up, and you know, Curry tweeted it out and said this pertains a lot to Estevan. Is it Estevan? Estevan, Estevan Florio. Yeah, and um. Let me find it. Cash, so here's the Jack Curry quote. Cashman once explained a reluctance to call up a younger player by basically saying, I'm not going to rush a player and ask him to do something he's not ready to do to solve one of our problems up here. That's not fair to the player. That logic that logic applies to Florio. I, I fully agree. And I also, 
say Hicks is done for the year or it's just very dicey. Like sure. there's no like the answer is like he may be back, he Maybe may for not. the playoffs. Right. Then, you know, Florio isn't the answer for center fielder for, you know, July, August, September, October. That's not you you can't bank on that in a in a World Series window. Uh so especially when it's rush development and a blah blah blah, he hasn't played forever. <clears throat> he he People are pointing to how hot a start he's gotten to the season. He's played nine games in Double A this year and raked. Those are the only nine games he's played right. in Double A ever. Um, he yeah. got the one MLB game, COVID and forty man weirdness. So he's played ten games above Double A yeah. ever before the promotion. Ryan Lamar isn't really the answer. And then, uh, so say Hicks is out a month, Jake. Okay, right. Say they're like Hicks is going to be back in a month, confidently. Yes, confidently. Okay. You know. Yeah. What would you do? These are the options I'm going to present to you. Ride out Gardy and Lamar platoon. Ride out Gardy and Florial platoon for a month. You know, all right, Florial's right. dipping his dipping his toes. He's going to get every other game, every other. Could starts. be fun, could be awful, but it's a month. He gets just like a, a chance to be. There in will the be a hard line. Bit. Yeah. Or Glaber comes back. Rugi comes back. Wade's still slapping the ball. Is he now your fourth outfielder behind Guardian center field? We saw a splash of Guardian center of Waiter in center. He obviously has the speed to cover it, and you know his fly ball routes we've seen haven't been awful. Um, honestly, I would. I'd lean Florial. I mean, I I think you know. Let's get a taste of Ryan Lamar the next couple of days. Is he because he's they went through his injury circuit the other day and it's like holy crap, this dude's a battler. Um, you know, for me, it's okay. Is Ryan Lamar gonna catch some fly balls and you know maybe provide a anything offensively? Because Estevan Florial, from what we know, can track down fly balls. So for me, if it's Let's find out a little more about Florial. And him and Ryan Lamar are both doing the same task of catching fly balls and getting out at the bottom of the lineup. I don't really care. Uh, and if Florial shows a little something, A, it's either a trade piece going forward, or this guy is supposed to be super talented. The only thing is he hasn't played a lot of baseball between the COVID year and injuries previously. This guy hasn't seen a lot of pro at bat. So... You know, even if he gets called up to the show and he finds a little magic, I, I think scouts and people around baseball would be like, just wait. Like, his second time through could get ugly because there's probably some holes in his swing and he hasn't seen a lot of high-level pitching. So, I'm interested to see what we get from Ryan Lamar in a small dose because, hey, the guy's been a major leaguer. He's fought back. Like, you know, if he's just getting some... Righty on lefty pitching at bats You know that should be one or two games a week Sometimes you don't even run into that uh, Keep old man Guardy off his feet So two weeks to a month return I just go Lam- Lam- Lamar You already brought him up And I Lamar slash Wade If like you just want to go Guardy Guardy's going to get five out of seven And Wade can do one day in center field A month to two months And Hicks going to be back I go Florial I just okay. give him the reps out there Hicks is, needs the surgery, and then you really need a prep for the full season plus October. You got to go find a trade somewhere. That's where my my brain would lie on 
Nice. You'd be floral in the meantime while you're waiting on the trade. Like a, if if we're working on a trade or, or between Lemure. now and the, and the I, would, I would I would go pretty fast. I've already yeah. made two trades this season. I'd try to. Try I get to and it, it, kind of the thing with floral, sort of like we've said with Andohar before, like. He's on the roster. You should play him pretty often because, like, calling him up and just not playing him every day, who's that benefiting? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. if you're going to call him up, like, play him. Yeah. I mean, who are – I mean, who's who's out there? JBJ? Michael A. Taylor? Yeah, I mean, man, that's – I. That's where things get really crazy, and we should save this for a midweek and start getting into the series a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, just bringing up the expiring center field contracts, I mean – it's Michael A. Taylor from the Royals or JBJ from the Brewers, and they're not trading JBJ. It's probably Michael A. Taylor. And I mean, I mean, look at Michael A. Taylor's career stats. Like, not that's, great. You know, that he's, I think he's a step up from Ryan Lamar, but I, you know, how far away is he from Florial? I have no idea. So that's what I'm saying. That center field market might not be the play. And when you get into corner outfield, and old man Gardy can still track him down in center, you know, that puts a little more pressure on the. The hitters currently in our corner outfield. Yeah. Riznik. Good Sucks. dude. Sucks. All right, let's get into the burns. Game one burn. Awesome. Oh! oh! Breaking news. What do you got? Manscaped. Yes, oh. they're rolling out a new product. How about that? This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for the manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the lawnmower 4.0 oh the new guy new guy trimmer which is now available for purchase in the usa and canada the new trimmer was just released only moments ago and we are one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news jake's opening it right now smokes join over two million men worldwide who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20 percent off and free shipping worldwide with the code YANKS. Holy smokes, this thing's got some power. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jake. It allows you to customize your trim all over with additional guards and lengths, which I know you were really excited about. Get some fade going. Gives you the ability to turn the 400K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Multifunction on-off switch can engage a travel lock created for people who like to travel. And looks-wise, it's sleek with a two-toned matte and gloss finish. Even features a hot foil-stamped black chrome Manscaped logo. Show that mower off loud and proud. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code YANKS at manscaped.com. No person wants to end up with the pubes in their mouth, and your balls will thank you. That's what they said here. It's true, man. Wow. Clean it up down there. Got to. Game number one in Baltimore. Just trimmed a little bit. Wow. Burn, Jakey Burn. Holy smokes. Open your civics books to page 242 as we study Kluber versus Kramer. I don't know. Sound like a court case. As we kick off three in Baltimore. Top one. Here comes the judge, little darling. Get used to hearing that name. One nothing yanks after one. Purple haze all in my brain. Excuse Austin while he kisses the size. Hayes, shut up, you hippie. The judge doesn't care as he hits his second of the night. 2-1 lead for the fight in judges over the Orioles. The birds get drunk, passing around in the fifth. Severino and Mancini ripping doubles in three runs later. Good fortitude by the birds to make it 4-2. 
In the seventh, before it rains on the Yankees parade, they grab their emergency Urshela, Ella, Ella, A. Geo the God smites Baltimore with a three-run pinch hit homer. Kluber with a but Chad, Wandy, and Johnny grease this one away. Yankees come from behind to win 5-4 final. As I as you were going through it, I was looking at the game log, and I was like, "What? What is it? Like, I know there was something in this game. What was it?" Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was the Geo, the big Geo at bat. That's a big swing. Pinch hitting for Wade Boone, making a move, and it call and it paying off. So good for Booney to actually pull the trigger there. Use your bench. Hell of an at bat by Geo. Yeah, I mean, nine pitch. Some, there were some stats on a first nine pitch. Home run, first nine pitch, pinch hit, pinch hit home, run home run by Gio. I don't know, I forgot it was something like that. It was cool. I mean, he was he went in straight foul ball mode, which you always wonder. Like sometimes hitters get too in love with hitting the foul ball. Like the Gio was making it look very easy, and then he showed that that silly Gio or shell of power sometimes. Like opposite field, just put the barrel on it. It wasn't a crazy swing. And the ball just kept going, left the yard, and, I mean, changed the whole course of this series. So, uh, I found pinch, it. Pinch hit for Tyler Wade after a couple, I think Tyler had a couple tough ones in that one. But, yeah, it was it was beautiful. James Smythe tweeted, Urshela's nine-pitch plate appearance was the longest for a Yankees pinch hit home run since Wade Boggs, May 31st, 1995. Ooh, BBD, what were you run. doing then? 1995? Yeah. Swimming. Yeah, I sure were. Uh, we're in dad's balls. Judge home run in the first inning, then Kluber gives it right back with a solo shot. Um, caught stealing right before the home run, which helped out. Mm. Good job by Higgy. Otherwise, it would have been a two-run shot. This game before the Geo home run was had the two mind uh, boggling. Plays mm. Clint on the base paths. That was nuts. Worse than the last one, I think. That was nuts. When they cut over and he was on first base, I was dumbfounded. When they show the replays. Disbelief. It doesn't make any more sense. No. So that's two oh. base running blunders by Clint that are. I, I pride myself on trying to figure out the other side and then uh, and then seeing if I understand it or not. Like, what could have been happening? Do you have any guess? My, the guess is he he thought they caught it, right? Like, it's but, n- but no, because the like when they showed the wide angle, right. he was still looking at them when the backup outfielder picked up the ball. Right. Well, I saw some people, I, I think this is the best realistic theory, is that he thought it went off one outfielder and the other guy caught it. Because that's the only reason you would turn back to first mm. if you see that. But he, it he doesn't just, make sense. He just goes brainless and looks at other people for help. He does it in the outfield a lot. And he just like, you got it? Do you have, do you ever read on this? I The lights, the wind, the sun. I couldn't. It's like, what happened? Yeah. And then. Did he give a quote on that? No, right? He doesn't do post-game interviews. Right. Yeah. He got ejected. I don't think I've ever seen like a guy get ejected and not do a post-game interview. And. He does them when he makes a diving catch. Yeah. Um, Confidence. And the other one that baffled me, I don't know if this is an award or not, probably not, because uh, they're winning, was that play where um, 
What did Judge misplay it at first? Or no, Judge just threw it into Wade. Judge threw it into Wade. Uh, it was a bang bang play. Wade missed the ball, which is one thing. When you saw it live, you see Wade go for the tag, and you're like, I think it's in there, and you're like, I think he's out. You see the ump call him out. And then the ump flanks around. Everyone's kind of looking around. Well, first, and the ball's sitting next to first the you can see the flipped. ump because that ump didn't watch the play because he was watching the outfield. You can see him look at the third base ump and go, "My call." And then that guy goes, "Yeah," and yeah. he goes out, which I which is fine. Just go to replay, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but then they're like, "Yeah, the ball's not in his glove." And then the Yankees challenged it, and yeah. what blew me away, NK was like, yeah. "How does Wade?" Not go, yo! Yeah. No! Yeah, I don't know. No, I didn't catch it. I have no idea. Um, don't challenge I don't that. know. How do the Yankees challenge that, too, I guess? They just say, we think he was out. Right, but you're supposed to look at replays, and, like, the ball ended up on the ground to the point the umpire came around and was like, oh, ball on the ground. I'm, I'm not, like, yes, Wade... You know, we always want the athlete to chime up and be like, "Yo, yo, yo." Well, maybe because the last time was it in ba- last but time they were in Baltimore, there, right? they they ran out also of time. Weird right, ba- a lot of weird base running's been. Baltimore. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I know it's not a great look for waiters, and I know a lot of people were ripping him on the tag, but at least that's that's a baseball error. Like he was catching, turning, and doing the tag, and the ball slid out. Like obviously, you expect a major leaguer to try to do that. It would have been bang bang, even if he holds on. I, like, I wasn't upset about that at all. It happens. No, I, making a play. The, the internet wanted to be mad at Tyler Wade about that, um, which like get off our back. But yeah, no, that's that's the part that I just don't know because we we've seen the Yankees replay system. You know, Boone, yeah. che- Boone checks with his guy; they either do it or not do it. I, so I don't know. I think there was a little bit on their end, probably some Baltimore jitters. And I, I tweeted out, and it reads terrible if you don't like understand how I was actually saying it because I tweeted out like, "Have Wade and." Clint betrayed Boone yeah. today. That's how I was no, saying it's, it. That's a tough one. Because it read like I was being serious, but it's sure. like they kept showing Boone and he was like downtrodden. He's yeah. just like, what is happening out there? Yeah. Like, what is this? Gio is a superhero in this game. Looking back at those, uh, Kluber clearly didn't have it. He did give the Yankees that bonus inning that was pretty important and he gets the dub uh, I like after it. Gio hits that rally. Uh, that's, 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 a game, and that's like Monty has those, but Monty doesn't have the um, as many good, good, good games. But yeah, Kluber, his final line going six innings. I don't. It's you make thirty starts a year, like yeah. you know what I mean, like. And his pitch count was low. I mean, he finishes he, that next inning and he lands at eighty-five pitches. To 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 pass a phrase that we've been using on the Yankees, the whole Kluber allowed the Yankees to win a loss for him a little bit, yeah, which I like, and that's. He a they they showed a yes clip and it's a little plain into the fans, but Kluber like sprinted out the that inning from the dugout to the mound like ready to go and it's like all right yeah Corey, um and you know if he got hit that inning it would <laughs> we'd be making fun of him. Jim, you know the what the Yankees did in this game with runners in scoring position. I have it right in front of me. One for one, Gio Urshela. So like when you say one a loss, yeah. Big bug time. Cole Salsa. <laughs> Don't. Come on. Don't. Travis Lycan Sr. What are you guys doing? Um, Yeah. Good stuff. Go the Yanks. Go the Yanks. Man. That's what a lot of the wins have felt like. You know, even the Rays feeling. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Sounds good. Let's go to game two. 
Oh, and I think it should also be noted that this was the game we talked about all the Hicks and Stan stuff. Gary ends up DHing with Higgy catching, which that was the first time we've seen that this year. Yeah, thank God no one got hurt. T-G-N-G-H. Game two. On your mark, get set, burn. Domingo. On Sabado, está en Baltimore. Yo no hablo espanol versus Jorge George Lopez as the Yanks try to take him out of the ballpark. Whoa! Cross promotion, John Boy Jake TV on YouTube. Add LeMayhew scores on a pass ball, but Gary L cracks one up the middle. Two runs will score to give the Yanks a three-run first inning. Why don't you give me three steps? Give me three steps, mister. Give me three steps towards the door. Judge's third home run of the series. Oh, that's a bad man. 5-0 pinstripes. Herman looked good. Six innings pitch, one earned run, six Ks. His ERA is down to 3-6-2 on the year. Wow. Top six. Balk dirty to me. Scores Guardian. Hey, King Louis V. Haven't heard him in the burns a lot with the two RBI single. 8-0. Good guys. O's. Tack on a couple. Boring. Boring. It was easy as a Sunday morning. Domingo to Licky to Wilson to Sessa. Yanks win 8-2 final. Now this is called winning a win. This was winning a win. I fell asleep in the middle of this game. Holy smokes. Long day. House hunting. Mm. I was tired. Mouse hunting. I was tired. We didn't do the pregame show. And my what to watch for was... Domingo, complete game shutout. That's a good one. Because he looks good. He, hey, what are the stats on this? Is Domingo hey. crushes the Orioles. Yeah. I think Monty never pitches good at Camden Yards. Mm-hmm. I think Domingo is the best Camden Yard pitcher, and Monty's the worst on okay. the Yankees. I don't know the facts. I don't, know, look the, into some I don't know the facts that. and the figures, but five runs in the first two innings for the Yankees. Um, kind of something I said before the game one was that if the Yankees are going to win these games... The top of the order is going to have to do it. Domingo Herman four starts at Camden Yards. He is four and zero with a one eight eight ERA. Monty, I won't have the numbers from today, but I could get to them. Okay. Um, and uh, Void has two RBIs, and Judge has two RBIs, and then Gary in the um, five hole has two RBIs. So you got six RBIs from the first five hitters. All the RBIs from the first five hitters. So the top of the lineup had to come. To task, Jorge Lopez felt bad for him. Didn't look like he's having fun. Keegan Aiken felt bad for him as well. Oh, so Monty at Camden Yards. This is excluding today. 14 innings of 3-2-1 ERA. Okay. So maybe the Orioles have gotten him at the stadium? I don't know. Let me see. That's career? Orioles. Yeah. Yeah, he's been good against the Orioles career. Nine starts, 2-6-3 ERA. Damn. Okay. Well, we'll stay on this game. Monty, uh, Herman was great. Herman was um, great. You know what? I'll save. Yeah, he probably might. He could. You never, when you see something, say something. Voigt goes into the two hole because stands out and he gets his first hit uh, of the season, right? That was yeah. this game. First hit of the season, then another good hit. Um, he's and, and he was 0 for 10, but it didn't feel like it. Like he was hitting balls hard. He's having decent at bats. So. I know it was like a, he asked for the ball, and it was like a big relief for him. Sure. Classic. But as 
a viewer, I, I wasn't worried. Like, I wasn't like, oh, he's off to a rough start. Like, no, I, was, I think it was just in the realm of like, hey, let's see one drop in so it mm-hmm. doesn't become a thing. No. Um, but well, no, his, his at-bats have looked like Luke Voigt for the yeah. most part. And and the big thing was Gary coming through with the mm. two out. Uh, were there two outs at that point? I believe so in the first. Or is there one out? Let's see. Uh... No, there was one out. One out. Well, whatever. Big, big... Um, you break their back in the first inning. Yeah. And there was a nice piece of hitting by him. And then he almost pops a home run later in the game. Jeez. Judge with another homer. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, big Aaron Judge. He was good. Top of the lineup. Low-key crushed it. It looks like everyone had a hit except Clint. Um, uh, Justin Wilson gets slop time in the eighth inning. And he gets uh, three batters and gets them all out. So that's a step in the right direction for him because last time he got slop time, he did not. No. And then they go Sessa for the ninth. And he didn't look great, but he got out of it. Double play. Nice double play to end the game. Double play. It wasn't an earned run. What happened? Was that an error? Fielder's choice. Um, and then advantage on the E5. They threw it Urshela. away. Urshela. Ella, Ella. It's a good time to have an error, if we're being honest. Yep. Good time to play the Orioles. Good time to have an error. Um Gary Judge Voigt with two ribbies. Tyler Wade with three hits. Yeah, Tyler Wade, three-hit day. Andujar with a nice hit, and Andujar plays left field. That's important. Yep, Andujar in left, Clinton right. Boogity, boogity. So they gave Judge back-to-back DH days? Yeah. Is that something? Uh, No, I think it's Stanton's out. We got to play these guys. We might as well keep Judge fresh. So the I, I said my theory about them looking at Texas as they made the lineup for game three, and I said it without really giving it much thought. And now that more thoughts have come into my brain, I am almost tripling down on it. Oh, yeah. They I mean, saving sh- Guardy's legs. Saving Guardy, saving Save Judge, Judge, knowing they're going to go play four in a row in Texas, and they had already won the Baltimore series. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you go – I think Guardy is the only impact one getting Lamar out there because – even if you had Judge in right field, I mean, you still have Clint or Andujar in the lineup, I think. So it's just the matter of getting Judge off his feet for nine innings, which we know the Yankees have been trying to do all back year to back when days. they can. Yeah. And they, we know they don't view DH day as an off day, I guess, because Stan can't play five days in a row. Well, it might be the Stan rules. The line. Yeah. So, But getting him two DH days, I mean, it still doesn't count because it's Stan. But. Fresh. Fresh for the Rangers. Fresh. Good job by uh, the Yankees. All right, game three. They can mm. sweep. They can win on record day. Mm. Burn. Jiggy burn. We are bringing our broomsticks to Camden Yards. How about it? Adam Pluko. Is it Plinko as we're dropping it down the Orioles' throats versus Jordan, the full Monty, and holy smokes in the first. Urshela, unfortunately, double play, but that scores a run. But like a good neighbor, Gary Sanchez is there to pick him up. Two-run bomber. How about it? And then Clint, back-to-back, oh, belly-to-belly. It is 4-0 Yanks after one. The Yanks would go on to win. They sweep. There's no curse of the talking Yanks record day. Monty gets touched up in the first for a couple runs, but here comes the judge. His fourth 
of this series. Are you cat to be kidding me? 5-2 Yankees, but oh no, in the third, the wheels on the bus fall off for Monty. Ah, no help from Clint on that ball down the line. We're locked up at fives after three. How's your over? And the Orioles kept pushing it, man. Mancini with the big RBI double. Franco, can we call him a Yankee killer officially on both sides of the ball? Two-run shot in the seventh. That felt like the dagger. LeMahieu RBI single in the ninth. Yanks, tough. They just... It's the curse of talking Yanks. Everything sucks. So we're killing something, you said? Yeah, I think we gotta we gotta do some killing this week. My first idea, which I feel like was kind of shut down, was everybody from John Boy Media is in. We release a chicken in the alley. Whoever kills it, we give them like a hundred dollar gift card somewhere. I feel like PETA would really be on us for that. Uh so I don't know. I think we do some some curse breaking stuff this week. Okay. Cause I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it one bit. We um, had a couple Orioles relievers on the rope, so we were kind of thinking like, oh, are the Yankees gonna dig deep, get a little extra magic, have a fun, fun flight to Texas? Didn't happen. Uh Monty didn't look great. He also didn't get a ton of help. Uh, but I mean, our our defense is in line to help a lot of pitchers right now, and Monty's good for one of these every now and then. It's which, actually it's only the fifth time in his career he hasn't made it out of the fourth inning. Fourth, yeah, five earned. Kanger comes out, he gives up one. Licky's the only pitcher in this game that doesn't give up a run, which is a bad formula. I like Litke. Yeah, dude, he's been killing it nine straight. See, he had he threw a two zero curve. That was just like nasty, nasty. Two zero, and he spun one. It was like a back foot, like out of the thing, out of uh, whatever. Right? Mm. And uh, I was like, "Whoa, that's pitching is different these days." Would have been cool to win, you know. I would have liked it. It would have been cool. I mean, it would have felt like the train had fully left the station. We rolled. But I don't know. The Yanks are playing a good brand of baseball. Like, even this loss didn't feel super ugly. Like, our relievers kind of got touched up. Like, if Wandy Peralta and Sessa don't get hit, I do think the Yankees win this game. Yeah, I you do. Know? I, that's what I said to you when I came in. Yeah. I was like, they're winning this game. I don't care. And then, then those that happens in in the later innings. And I was out on it. Then I thought, no, they're not winning this game anymore. And they've blown it. And I was mad at them. So that's all that. You want to go to awards? You got anything else from this game? Do you care about from this like, game? I did in my post game recap. I said Ryan Lam- Lam- Lamar. I want to say Lamure a lot, but mm. it's Lamar. I said like, nice to meet you, but I don't know you. Like yeah. he, he didn't. My premonition was wrong on the pregame show. He did not introduce himself. I still have no idea who he <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. No, we didn't get a ton of Ryan Lamar. Um, no, I mean, I I don't know if it's going to end up into an award, but I, you know, I'm, I'm loving Clinton Andujar battling for the death for playing time, and this is a weird one. I think Andujar had the advantage game, too. I think Clint sneaks away with the advantage in this one. Homer 
one misplay, one very good play. That misplay was brutal. Two outs, first inning. If he just catches it, it's 4 nothing after the first. The yeah. inning's over. It had a zero two. It had a, it had a point zero two zero hit probability or batting average, meaning, you know, if it's hit there a hundred times, two people get it to drop, which it can be perfectly placed, but then the the catch probability was 60%. Vast majority of major league right fielders catch that ball. His route was so weird. He went like deep and then he cut in and then it went past him. And, you know, if you just, if you have judge there, that's caught and Monty's out of it and it's for, uh, for nothing. So it's a little bit, Looms larger than... Yeah, I mean, that's the 60% number is what stands out. And, I mean, if you do the Clint math on that, I mean, that's probably not a ball he's going to get. If the average right fielder catches that 60% of the time, that's not a ball Clint's going to get. Yeah, Clint gets a 10, whatever numbers would be. Yeah. Um, I'm liking that battle. Andujar... Caught one on the run in game two. He's looked solid and out then there. got a hit. And I anointed him the left fielder. Clint Homer today. Bad play, good play. Clint Homered, and he made the first nice catch. I don't it was know, like a good it. Clint Homer. Save like, it for an award, I yeah, guess. We'll see. We'll see. Or we do that thing at the end where we just run through whoever we missed. Okay, well, let's Go move on to awards. Brought to you by the shop at John Boy Media. Shop.johnboymedia.com. We got a ton of Yankees gear, talking Yanks gear, John Boy oh Media gear, God. and the rest. Get something. And now we're going to do. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Pride of the Yankees. Ooh, Sunday up. I go first. Believe so. Mm-hmm. You're closer to the Lord. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes, I am. My my Lord. Oh, it's Aaron Judge. I mean, it's the biggest and easiest. Ooh. Biggest and easiest pride I'll ever give out. Really? Yep. Yep. Really, okay. Jake. Sneaks up he on me a little bit. had a 600 batting average, a 692 Good. on base That's percentage. Good. He had... Four home runs in the series. His stats on the year look very good now. And I like him. And he even admitted that he was just pressing in that Astro series because he just wanted to beat him so bad. And I love the human element of that as well. Like, I, you know what? Like, I wish you would have actually pressed less and actually had results instead of striking out 80% of the at-bats. But I love the mindset there. We recognize it. Like, you just wanted to fucking kill him, and I get it. We move forward and we grow. Yeah. He's on a one, two, three, four, five, six-game hitting streak. Um, And in that six-game hitting streak, he has five home runs, a 500 batting average, a almost near 600 on base percentage. So, you know, his stats for this series, they, they go deeper because Tampa Bay, he hit really well, and he even popped uh, – even got a nice hit and a walk in the uh, – one of the in the Washington game, so I'm going that far back. So yeah, Aaron Judge, man, this is the guy who he's supposed to be. You always you get duped by the injuries, and then we got duped by that one like six day bad stretch. It was maybe his worst six day bad sh- stretch because he was striking out like so many times. Mm. Struck out what seven or eight at bats in a row, seven I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in 29 at bats, he had 15 strikeouts in that seven game stretch. 
but here he is. His numbers on the year, really good. He's got a one dot OPS now. Oh, yeah, one dot zero zero nine. So just there, just barely. Yeah, his batting average is close to three hundred, two ninety eight, and his on base percentage is three ninety nine. So tomorrow, if Judge starts off with a hit or walk or walk, no a hit because I want the batting average to go up too. I need Judge to hit in his first at bat, and then I need everyone to tweet out. Judge got 300 batting average or 400 on base percentage and a one dot OPS. And, uh, and we'll just hope he hits in his next at bat as well and stays. He, he will. So that's my pride of the Yankees. Aaron Judge. It's a good one. Thank you. It's a good one. I don't know how many he's gotten this year. It's not who I wanted. That's good. We spread the love. That's only his second pride this season. And you've never given him pride, so you hate the man. Wouldn't say that. I like him. Well, the numbers don't. Show it. Okay, well, then maybe I'll get some analytics on you, Jim. We'll talk about Yankee players you hate. But until then, we continue the Pride of the Yankees segment. Yes, yes, yes. Because we each give one. Oh, yeah. Wandy, no. Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm easy to read, man. It's Gio Urshela. Yep. It's Gio the God, baby. Uh... The pinch hit home run. I mean, when you look back at this series now, holy Toledo's. We would be sad sacks right now if we lost the series to the Orioles. Instead, Gio with a huge pinch hit home run. A casual three for ten this series. Whatever's. Whatever's. Jim, we've always loved him defensively at third. He gets an error out of the way in useless garbage time. That's smart. That's getting ahead of it. Jimmy, can I give you a couple numbies? Yeah. That's all right with you? Sure. Uh, Gio Urshela. He has the, I just had it, the third highest batting average against right-handed pitching since 2019. Hell yeah. He has the highest, or excuse me, fourth best batting average against (sighs) right-handed pitching in MLB since 2019. He has the highest batting average amongst third basemen since 2019. There was another stat I can't find right now. It's something like batting average plus slugging plus bugs. Gio's incredible. We don't have to run through the full story again, but... I mean, like, we've passed blip on the radar. Like, we've passed Talking Yanks 2027, and we're like, how fun were the Urshela times? Like, he's our, he's our guy. He's one of the most valuable members of the team, day in, day out. Um, playing through a little stuff, which we don't say a lot about a lot of these Yankees players. Uh, and people forget, but we have the same birthday. So, uh, one through... I did forget about that. One through three on the Yankees in war this season. Garrett Cole, Aaron Judge, Gio Rochelle. He's getting... He's scaring me with how, like, he's... He's still not fully healthy. You can tell he's running yeah. weird. And I'm like, come on, we can't lose you, Gio. Playing shortstop. Doing a lot. Doing a lot. How much is he making? I think he gets kind of paid. He makes like four or five mil. Him and Voight make around the same amount, which is like, hey, that's good for those guys. Like, they deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is his first RB year. He makes four six. Good for him, man. Right? 
I'd use that. From where he was? Boy, it makes four seven. They both make more than Glaber. Tough to be young sometimes. Good sometimes award. It's great. Good award. Thank you. Uh, good award. Oh, uh, hey, Jake, good award. Next award we give out here on Talking Yanks. Mm. You Yankee motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it to Monty. Ooh. Yeah. Wow, 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 wowie, wow, wow. Um, he, he goes, what was his last outing? Six, nine strikeouts, set the record for strikeouts. Looked great. Looked great. Um, I I I knew that a 4 nothing lead wasn't great for him. Mm-hmm. He does not like that. Yeah. He does not like that. So I was a bit worried, like, Monty in a relaxed game? No. He don't like that one bit. Mm-hmm. So I was a bit worried for him off the bat. But uh, I think this is his worst start of the year. Yeah. So... And on sweep day, it's like, you know, someone's got to break the pattern. And it was upsetting. and I didn't like it. So I wished he would have pitched better. He said in his post game that he feels bad about it. Okay. And that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. If he was indifferent, like, yeah, don't care. Like Ian Kennedy used to be. Right. That would have pissed me off. But he felt bad about it. So I get it. So I'm giving it to Monty. He had three pretty solid ones in a row. His ERA had gone into the threes, and then this is kind of the the hiccup backwards, but whatever. So he'll miss Texas. And then his next start, the White Sox? I think so, and they crush lefties. lefties. That's going to be a really tough start for him. They should bring up Davey and slide him back or something. After that loss, protect Monty a little. Uh, I don't know. They Davey, cr- p- Davey pitched today, and he had nine Ks. We haven't seen the six-man juggle in a little yeah. while. At least get him an extra day of rest in there. I don't, you're not going to be able to yeah, get him to skip really the series. Do you think he's lined up for the first game? Would yeah. he be? I think so because it's four in yeah. Texas. Texas, we got Cole, Tyone. He's at home. Kluber, Herman. Flip him with Herman. You can't do that. A little short rest for Monty. Get That's going to be tough. There. The White Sox uh, are like they're, they're like 19 and Two against lefties this season and last season. The White Sox absolutely crush lefties. So let's remember that when we get to the Monty Start pregame show, and we'll talk about it then. Okay. But okay. yeah, Monty's my mf'er. Okay, because I wanted Fair. him to pitch good. Yeah, it would have been nice. Poorly, he, nice. he only went three innings. It was not what I was hoping for. I didn't even run through the list of. Yeah. Potential MFers. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where you're going to go. Well, first, I just got some quick analytics from what we touched on before. Uh, you've given three MFers to judge this year. I've given zero. Yeah. So people are saying you hate Aaron Judge. And all those MFers were given out of love. You're ambivalent, which is like even no. worse. Yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's filled with hatred. All of mine were pep talks. It's dark side stuff. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot about, like, is it worse when people, like, just don't care about me? Yeah. Or is it right. worse when they, like, actively dislike me? And so it's different answers, different days. I can't, yeah. I can't yeah. be a tiebreaker here. Well, I mean, he gets, gets gun happy on all those Sundays, and he takes them. First one. Well, he's got the, Filled with hatred. It's coming out. Uh, someone that I know. The Lord's Day. Someone someone that I so know says, hate. like, it's all about expectations. I have high expectations for Judge. Clearly, you don't have any. I have very high expectations. You just don't even like talking about them. So, have you never given Judge an award? 
Uh, I have given him, let's see. Have I given a pride or MF for this year? Tough to say. BBD's on it. You've never given Judge an award. You keep jumping and filled with hate. You're a little too emotional. We kind of need made, you to I'm, come back down I might have made, made that up. You have gave him regular old awards each of the last two episodes, Jake. Look at that. Um, what was it? I Hate Your Guts Award? No. Um, well, no. one of them is the Hidden Under the Garbage Award. Um, yeah. Last week, was week, last episode was the Everyman Award. Looked you into that. Um, and I think that's it for you and Aaron Judge. Me and Aaron Judge. Uh, okay, MFR. Let's see. Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. Oh my! That was weird, huh? It happened. Um, you know what? Ryan Lamar, dear Dick. No. I'm giving it to Wandy. No. Yeah. yeah, man. Dude, not a lot of other guys jump out. And Wandy was in a spot to keep this game tight. You said it before. You're on the record that if Wandy keeps that clean, we thought they were coming back in this game. I can't believe it. Wandy gets touched up. It sucks. He's a legend. He's a hero. But he got got. Whatever. Keep it moving. Are you still going to give him the I wish you were still talking award that you were planning on? No, that was you have that written down in your notes. Not me, no. You said all those Twitter people were right. We got nothing for talking. <laughs> people are dumb. Three years of Wandy, who's been good and like been is good. like the main, like one of the main pieces right now. Been good and looks good. First time giving up runs as a Yankee in his sixth outing for them. Um, you know. He's come into a tie game three times. He's come in ahead once, one time. So his first his first outing was slop, just to introduce him. They were up by four. So not really slop, but sure. you know, they're up by four. Um then the next four outings were seventh inning tie game, seventh inning tie game, eighth inning tie game, eighth inning up one. Like, this guy is being used as high leverage. Today was his first outing where they were, like, behind in a close. How much were they behind? Two? Uh, was it one or two at that point? Let's see. It was five to six. I think it was And then he gave up the two-run homer. Yeah. So it was one-run game. Okay. Yep. And he blew it. Everyone kind of had that Orioles feel it in their bones. Like, give us enough swings and we can do this. And that was the backbreaker. Franco, man, he kills us defensively and offensively. But uh, And the walk before the home run hurts the most. Yeah. Was that Severino? Yeah. So, it's tough. I like Wandy, though. I like him. Like, I've liked his reactions, his faces. He's having fun out there. Yeah. Hesitation. Has to when you hesitate that much in your delivery. Is his full name Wandy? Yeah. I feel like we've done that before. Wandy. There's been a couple MLB Wandies. Couple. Couple. Regular award. Regular old award. Show me that dick. Jesus. You didn't want me to read your award? 
No. Or did you audible from that? Uh, I'm giving the Lombard Street Award. Lombard Street. I remember the look in her eyes when you told me that this was goodbye. I don't know what, how that has to do with Lombard Street. Who's it going to? <laughs> you don't have a guess? Oh, I've got, I know who it is. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's Voight. Voight? No, not Voight. Wrong. Wrong. Jake was wrong. Jake was wrong. Domingo Herman. Ooh. Windiest street in America. Not actually accurate. Sure. But they say that. It's thing. It's like it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I'm hip. It's like that's what the tour guide says. Actually, there's one in the other part of San Francisco that's windier. Well, this is the celebrated windier. And there's a view of Alcatraz. And last week, a skateboarder tried to go down and kill himself. If you played Test Drive 5 on your PlayStation, this was featured in the San Francisco level. Or Tony Hawk 4 San Francisco level. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why does it go to Mingo again? Because it's curveball. That pitch he throws that curves like Lombard Street was nasty, nasty against the Orioles, man. It had, I don't know if you know this, Jake, and you may not because of the dumbness. I may not, man. But it had a 79% whiff rate. <laughs> not nuts. Yeah. It's the highest I've ever seen Jeez. in a one game. He uh, induced 14 swings on his curveball against the Orioles, and 11 of them whiffed. Mm. For a 79% whiff rate on the curveball. Mm. Jesus Christ. I mean, uh, his season average right now, his whiff rate is 40%. So that's way higher. Uh, in 2019, it was 45%. So the curveball gets whiffs. 40% is really, really big yeah. and high for a starting pitcher uh, pitch. 79%. He doubled it. The Orioles stink. Yeah. And he saw what was happening, and he just took full advantage of it. And like you said, his ERA is coming down. He also went um, changeup, second most used pitch. Or it, it, the changeup and the the four seam were tied. He threw 18 of them apiece, but he threw 30 curveballs uh, out of the 80 pitches he tossed. I like that they pulled him early in the blowout. Like, yep, yeah, this is a dude who hasn't pitched in a, a while. Let's get him out of here and, and get him some rest and all that. But, yeah, man, that was uh, one of the most impressive curveball Outings seen in a while. Really good pitch ninja stuff. You could see it. It just falls off the table when it's right. It looks like a fastball down the dick, and then it's in the dirt. Um, you know, when when you were dead, we we called in Brian Hoke for a little bit just to fill some time. Like my God, um, I was listening, and he was like, you know, it, I said if you had to buy stock, Monty, uh, Herman, or Tyone, who would you buy the most stock in? And he said Herman, and I think it's because of the stuff, and we've seen it take place over the course of a full Yankee season. Uh, you know, obviously his 18-win year, and it ends with bad stuff. But, uh, man, since he has been called back up uh, after his first two mess starts, five starts, 30.1 innings pitch, a strikeout per inning, a 2-3-7 ERA, he has been really good. The stuff looks real. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, and I... Again, I I don't know how it ties into everything, but did you see when he came off, he got like super dapped up again. So I don't know, like I don't know if Mingo has been kind of head down, sad between days he's not pitching, or if the team is trying to forgive and forget. 
through baseball. But you think it's a thing. You think when he comes out, there's like a kind of like a, a memo has been sent, like give Domingo love. He needs our support. Like I would, you know, if we could get a clip of it, and you know, maybe Sicko Kyle will find it for us. But uh, yeah, I mean, like they were, you know, I mean. Six innings, one earned run, and a blowout against the Orioles. Like, everyone was top of the dugout. Like, let's go. And it's just, I don't know. You know, they had that parade the other day for them. I was going to say, didn't you give the parade award? Yeah. So that's what, I've, I've got my eyes on that. I don't know if it's I got my eyes team bonding or whatever's going on. But Well, congrats, Domingo, for winning the Lombard Street Award. Congrats, Domingo. Europe. You get to give the next award. I'm going to give the Yeah, I'll have one award. Yeah, I'll have one. Yeah, I'll have one. Voight. No, man. Well, then it's obviously Gary. You're so close. You're all rounded. And Duha. Ah, further away. Ford. No. <laughs> uh, Wade. DJ LeMahieu. Oh. You were all around it. You circled him. Wow. Uh, you know, I had kind of snuck through one of the burns. I had like a weird <laughs> greasers, non-greasers reference. Um, and first game I talked about, they went <laughs> Chad, Wandy, and Johnny. I heard that. It sounds I didn't like get a, it. You know, it just sounds like. I don't know, a group of greasers going to get... 1950s? A group of greasers going to get some soda pop. Yeah. And that's where I'm just... I'm wondering where my guy DJ's pop is. All the rest of the numbers are there. Oh, okay. Uh, Jim, DJ, he's got three homers, five doubles. That's on pace for the year to have 12 home runs, 20 doubles, which would be 32 extra base hits. If you remember Andujar's special year, he had... What do you have, 74 extra base hits, something like that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's ball stuff or DJ still finding his rhythm. And, and you know, he had a solid series, and we've definitely seen it, man. Like, when DJ goes, like, this offense turns it on. Mm-hmm. When DJ's on the pond for Stanton, Voight, Judge, that's a really good recipe for success. And we've seen that during the Yankees' good baseball stretch. Uh, DJ's pop. He now has gone, uh, let me make sure the numbers are right on this, Jim. Uh, today's Sunday. Big facts. He hasn't had an extra base hit since Friday, May 7th. So we're coming up on a week and a half without an extra base hit for DJ. So I'm just... Uh, yeah, his numbers on the year aren't don't look good. No, I mean, it's... I'll say this. His numbers are a hot streak away from being fine because they're not uh, hot, bad. Hot slugging streak. Yeah, like he'd, he'd have to if – if we walk away from this Texas series and he has two homers, two doubles, you know, we're back in the eights for OPS and that stuff. Like the, the OBP is kind of around it. The batting average is close. We do have higher expectations for DJ. But, yeah, we just haven't seen – you know that DJ LeMahieu when he's barreling the ball, you know it's not nece- it's it's not a power hitter swing, but still the exit velo had been there in the past years, and it's basically it was a question like 
is it in the gap or down the line, or is it at the outfielder? Because that's then he was getting his doubles on. So something to follow. He hasn't been playing a bad brand of baseball. Like I think you can chop up the numbers, and he's still been solid. But the the power stroke just hasn't been there at all. So, and you know, I mean, Camden Yards is supposed to be one of those places. Like that's got the left field power alley. Um, you know, he's obviously got the good right field power at the stadium when he's right. And man, that's when. If we really wanted to butter knife it, you know, he had two pretty big porch jobs for two of his three home runs. Like, I don't know. The DJ power swing hasn't been there. Hopefully it's still middle of May and he's he's going to get it going. But I'd like to see a little pop. I would. And his two homers against Corbin were, you know, porchy. And he, porch, owned, porch. he owns Corbin and they were porchy. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, they weren't like, you know. I, I get what you're saying. Okay, so that it? was the greaser award. That was the uh, I'll have one because Is it was your a, phone making noise. It was a I think it was my laptop. Oh, because uh, that's a I had a greaser walking in to the the local spot. It said, I'll, take a pop. I'll have a pop. I'll have a pop. Yeah, I'll have a coke. I'll, I'll have a coke. Zach's favorite movie. DJ's last seventeen games coming into today: two ninety four, good. Three eighty five on base, good. Slugging three ninety seven, a seven eighty two OPS. So the there just hasn't been a lot of pop. It'll come. Soda pop. Give me a little pop, babe. Here comes the You glad sun. I didn't go pimples with it? Because I could have. You could have went pimples with it, and you didn't. Boy, do I love good pimple pop. Yeah, I think that's something I know about you. I don't know if the whole world does. The real ones, though. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Be getting that for show. Um, it's a good movie. Um, let me see. Let me well, see. I don't really know about that. But this DJ hasn't had a double since April 27th. That's just weird. Yeah. Mm, he doesn't have a lot of pop. And contact guys, if they don't have pop, then it's weird. Only one double since the 16th. Since April 16th. A month. DJ LeMahieu has one double. That's just weird. Mm. What's your next award, did you say? I think I've given this one out. Maybe BBD can um, can pull it up if I have, but it's the There You Are, Peter oh. award. You're saying that with an accent, right? A little kid voice. There you are, Peter. Oh, Peter Pan. Yeah, it's from the movie Hook. It's a great scene where the little kid is just Looking at his glasses, moving his face around. You going licky? No. Beautiful score. This is a really good score. Feeling Robin Williams' face all over. Mm. Smiling. Just in case they care to claim this song. Oh, yeah, don't claim it, please. Oh, there you are, Peter. There it is. Got it. Oh, there you are, Peter. There you are, Peter. You did give this out during the 2019 season. 2019 season. Who got it? I think it was May. Mm. Eh, So, yes, the real ones know that, oh, there you are, Peter, is a reoccurring classic award. Recurring award. Goes to Gary Sanchez. Mm, Here we go, here we go, here we go. Gary had a uh, a nice series. He did. 
He played in all three games because of the DH and didn't get hit in that first game because he, you know, he didn't warm up. He didn't prep. Right. But he has four RBIs, two hits, has a homer. He would have had another homer or double. Real good play by um, Hayes out there and left. Was one of the best uh, outfielders nice in snap. the game this season. And, you know, he's taking his walks like crazy. Mm. Like he's got a 340 on base percentage on the season. But in his last nine games, he's got a 400 on base percentage. The last 10 games. Yeah. And then the 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 hits are coming back. And that that single in game two to make sure they scored uh was pretty vital. Yeah. And then the home run, the first home run, the first run of uh or not the first run. Or no, was it the first run today? The first run today was Urshela's double, double play, play and then Gary. Then Gary and Clint went back to back. Back to one. Uh they gave him the day after the night game, which I found interesting. And um Someone on the Yes pregame show pointed out as well. I think it was it was either Bob or Jack. Or like that means something because the starting that's usually blah blah blah. I I didn't think they were. I thought it was gonna be Higgy and then Higgy again tomorrow. There is travel involved for Higgy as well. So I'm interested to see how it goes. But Gary is slowly, uh, you know, we got glimpses of the talent today. A little oh, there you are, Peter. Yeah, I, I butter knifed for you before the game. Higgy's last eight coming into today. 077 batting average, a 200 on base, a 431 OPS. Gary's last nine before today. 207 batting average, a 395 on base, and an 843 OPS. Yeah. So Gary's been doing it with the stick. Um, I will say, I think there's obviously, I, I think Garrett Cole is Higgy's guy. We all know that. Um, you know, I think Kluber, they want to stick with that too. And if, like you were saying before, the spin on that would be. The Yankees getaway day lineup, like running Gary back twice, keeping Higster for Texas, where he's. I mean, they're basically doing every other day. But if Gary continues doing this, he's supposed to be the starting catcher. Listen to the guys talk about him; like he's got all-world talent. So keep doing it, Gary. No more robberies on Gary. That's messed up. Did you see the reaction of the bench? Yeah. It was pretty funny. Oh, come on. Come on. Not him. I think he hit the biggest home run, too. Judge had four or whatever, but I think Gary's was the uh, longest. I mean, just like his homer today went 435, according to StatCast. Yeah. So checks out. Big old bomb. So, yeah, I'm super interested in that Kluber start because Higgy's going to get Cole, Gary's going to get Tyone. And I am coin flip. I think Gary might get Kluber than Herman uh, to finish out the series, or or they go Higgy because then it is day after night, and Gary's been getting Herman. So I wouldn't be shocked either way. Where yeah. I think you would kind of be shocked if Gary got Kluber. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because Kluber's past few have been with Higster, and it's kind of coincided with him looking well. It coincides with day after night because Gary would And get it would the, be every other anyways, which they've yeah. pretty much been doing. So, uh, yeah, no, it's 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 good for Gary, and it's it's somewhat been quiet, but, you know, I mean, Gary was a bad left fielder away from a two-homer series, I think, and we're heading to Texas, which, you know, they're not stacked by any means and used to be a hitter's park, but... 
Man, if Gary could get it going, that would be... Someone in the chat said three years of unimpressiveness, and I'm just getting so sick of that yeah. one. His 2019 was one of the best seasons a catcher's had in baseball. It was the best catch. It was the best stats. Like it was a top three catcher season in baseball. So I'm getting so sick of people saying that. It's bug stuff. It's like full. Sorry, his bug first stuff. half of the year was better than the second half of the year. But like, but like you go like 2019 catcher stats. Yeah. And Gary's gonna be up there in 2019. So. What's um the last recipient of the Oh There You Are Peter Award uh was Tommy Canley. Oh nice during the Royals series. Friends. Pride of the Yankees that series went to Clint Frazier and Austin Romine. Mm. And Mike Talkman received the Who Do You Think You Are Award. Because mm. he got four hits in three games. Wade should get that. You want to give that to Wade Who right now? Who do you think you are, Mr. Big Stuff? Mm. Never gonna get him a high. Mighty Duck scene when they're trying on outfits. Yeah. That's what the song playing. At Rodeo Drive. That song's got a couple couple links to it. Um man, I'm just a fucking boner kill. Wow. Okay, a lot of silence there. Yeah. You gotta give out your award. Not happy with what I want to do. Okay. Do what you gotta do. You think so? No. 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 Do it. No. No, I'm out. Okay, what are you doing? What was that fucking Talkman award? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are award? Wow. We're, we're going traditional today. Shout out to that. When was that series? August 2019? April April 2019. April, end April, of April. I knew it was an A. April 2019 series refresher course for all our fans. Go back and listen to that episode. It's a good one. It goes to Tyler Wade. Hey. Couple hits, baby. It's, uh, some of them ain't the prettiest. He had a pretty one today. Slapped it Apo Taco. I love it. He has a three-hit game. Hey, you know, we we poke fun of him when he tries to hit homers. We want him to put it on the ground because it's electric when he does. And he's getting some some play at shortstop. Sure, he dropped that one ball. He was trying to make a play, get off his butt about it. But he made a couple nice plays at short, too. And that's supposed to be the whole deal. So, man, I think we've been saying this for years now. If he could get on base like 1.2 times a game... Golly, he's a really Golly. he's a really valuable ball player. He just hasn't been able to do that. Um, so hey, good for you, Tyler. Keep putting it on the ball. His hit to the opposite field today felt like a nice piece of hitting, which you don't say a lot about a a lot of Wade's hits, especially throughout this series and going back a little bit. But man, he's gonna get some run for a couple days and hey, play yourself into the outfield competition. How about that? That'd be interesting. I think a funny conversation we had when we were just sitting around was that Wade, you almost want him to not square up balls. Right. It's almost better if he bloops it over their head or dribbles it into the ground swinging bunt. Make it uncomfortable. Like that's because that was in the middle game when he got three hits. 
none of them were like real hits, right? I mean, what's real, Peter Pan? You okay. know, none of them were like expected batting average hits. Yeah. I mean, if you look at his hit chart <laughs> coming into today, this is actually hilarious. Uh, coming into today, I believe this is an updated. <laughs> he has six hits. Yeah. Four of the dots are just at shortstop. Yeah, infield sing- infield hits, yeah. And then that's the bloop shot. So He added one more today into the outfield. Yep, to, to left field. So all of his hits, if I was being a little more creative about the award, but, you know, everyone remembers that episode from April 2019. The Royals series, I mean. Good question by Jeff in all the of, chat. All of Wade's hits have been left of the second base bag. Yeah. And they shifted away from that. Just go there. Jeff in the chat says, does Gary get credit for Herman's good start or people only going to do that when it's Higgy? Um, No, Jeff. People are only going to do it when it's Higgy. Reminder, Higgy gets to catch the best pitcher in all of baseball and they give Higgy credit for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He gets to catch the best, the top three pitcher in all of baseball and the guy who won two Cy Young awards. A and veteran he's like, he's assigned craft. to those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So no, Gary gets no. And they've credit. lined up against the bad teams lately. Gary gets credit. No, that's no one gives him credit. Whenever no someone... one's giving him credit, but we're mocking people right now. We're mocking idiots online. Yeah. Gary deserves credit for that, and Higgy deserves a little credit for what he's been doing with Cole and Kluber. Well, not Cole, as much not a, as he's been getting. Not not a fun guy to catch. I commend him for becoming his guy. Yeah, but. And the numbers are disgusting. They're calls not better I don't, than his career. I don't numbers. give credit. I don't care about any of that. I don't think any of you this should. Really. I mean, the pitch framing and stuff does tie into that, and Higgy's elite at that. I think it's the target that's the biggest thing, and they're making Gary not give a target, which is the stupid thing. Um, I didn't give Clint award, but I wanted to just let people know how bad he's been. Mm. I know he came off a nice catch today and a home run, but I was going through the numbers. Mm. Offensively and defensively, he's the worst outfielder in all of baseball on both sides. And I know that I don't, I never want to uh, shy away from knocking Clint. And we know that, you know, a lot of people would say I was a Clint hater or root for him when he's good. But dude, it's worse than it's ever been. Yeah, man. Uh, So he is out of the 101 qualified outfielders. He ranks 100th out of 101 in outfield jump, which is his reaction time, his speed to the ball, and then the route he takes to the ball. He, the route, he's net neutral. He's zero. He's not positive or negative, but his reaction time and his bursts are so bad um, that he's 100th out of the 101 qualified outfielders. In feet covered per play, he's 97th out of 101. So there are 96. There's... And combined, there's a hundred better outfielders defensively. He's dead last in outs above average out of any outfielder. And on plays that are two plus star plays, and how they do star plays is how long he has to run for it, the angle of the ball hit, the speed of the ball hit. It's a calculation a formula. Formula. Um, he's negative three on on all negative three outs above average on all two plus star plays. And then he's negative on one-star plays, which have a 90% or higher catch probability. He's negative. He has zero five-star catches in his career. Yep. So all those diving catches, 
I think that's kind of goes towards a yeah. Everything you're saying is very right. Five star catches are elite, elite, elite. Yeah. Yes. But he has zero in his entire career. Correct. Um, and people that. treat all those plays like right. they offensively. Are. I couldn't find him on one runs created plus and OPS plus. All he's done is walk this year. So he's like one fifty or one sixtieth. I couldn't find him. It took me a little bit to like dig it up. Um so yeah, man. He's it, it, when I say Andy Warhol, when I joke that Andy Warhol got the left field job because he made a smooth catch and hit him all, joking. it's like a half joke. Yeah, you're not joking. Well, he's not the starter, but he notches his way into the conversation. Yeah. Knocked on the door. They're head to head. Um, the horses are in the stable. It's, uh, the dive, well, the diving catches fool people, and like, well, today's was a good one. Yeah, today's but might all have the been his best catch of his career, and a couple of the others are good. A couple of them are awful. A couple of them are a facade, and that's what we try to sort out here on this show. But, I mean, yes. But it's bizarre. I I mean, it's, you know, I've been on the confidence thing since kind of day one with Clint. And, you know, his jump last year was solid. And his routes last year were solid. And it's... They were, like, average. Hopefully. Yeah, which, again, he's he's supposed to be a hitter. Him and Andujar are supposed to be hitters. Yeah. Um, And his stuff last year was slightly above average. I mean, that's how he ended up in the Gold Glove finalists and that stuff. Uh, I think there was some 60th percentile and there was some 80th percentile and stuff. I mean, this year, uh, yeah, I mean, the numbers don't lie. And you wonder, is it confidence from the plate and he's taking that to the field? Is it fans in the stands? You know, I I had a theory around that last year. I think both probably have a case of small sample size. But, you know, Clint's never been expected to be a good defensive outfielder. Uh, He's out there to hit. He's out there to be a 30-home run guy and hopefully catch the balls at him. And, uh, you know, I know you sorted the outs above average and you took out the, you know. It does the, it for you. The easy, the easy catches because that when you have the easy catches, that makes him by far the worst. <laughs> yeah, he's the worst in the league. Because he sucks at the easy catches because he gets happy feet and, you know, everyone saw that, that first ball that started off the game. So, yeah, man, I mean, if Clint's not hitting, he's not valuable. Yeah. I mean, simple as that. And he hasn't been hitting this year. He hit the nice Clint home run today. But, yeah, him and Andujar are toss-up. Because guess what? Andujar catches fly balls. I mean, you see it, you know, runners are going to second, and he's not going to scare them with his arm or his approach or anything. But he catches a fly ball. He had a nice one drifting back to the wall today, which would have been interesting to see Clint out there for that one. Andujar and Clint are heads up right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch it for a little bit and then see what the solution is. I think yeah. that there's even more of the opening there for one of them to take over because Gardy's the center fielder now. And Ryan Lamar. I did. So I, I found, like, uh, an offense. Like, I mean, everyone knows he's been bad, and it doesn't include today any homer, so the number's probably better. But, like, among outfielders with over 100 plate appearances, he has the 10th worst WRC plus number, which is just, like, the all-encompassing. 90 out of 100, right? Um, he's it's just the tenth worst among all outfielders with a hundred plus plate appearances. I don't know how many that is. Yeah, but. it's so deep into the. It's coming on two months to the point where this is the worst two month player we've seen in a long since Chris Carter on both sides of the ball. To and yeah, there's there's names that people would recognize ahead of them. Our our friend and coworker Ian Happ has having a worse year so far. Concussions. It's a tough friend. sport. 
It's hard. And I mean, he's we've I've said this regularly. I mean, he's been lucky that Gardy has been off to a, yeah. Gardy's one of the few hitters in the league that's off to a worse start than him. I mean, but you know, Gardy obviously brings speed and defense. Yeah, is that a negative on if, defense? If Gardy had been doing anything offensively, I mean, we'd be having deep send Clint down conversations. But Gardy hasn't, and now with the injuries, figure it out, boys. Because Gardy ranks twenty sixth. Out of like the one hundred and one, Gardner was filtered out of my plate appearance right. limit thing there. But defensively, still. Oh, you know, defensively, guard dog yeah. still got it. And the thing about it is, like you know, Gary is bad defensively, but catching's one of the hardest positions in baseball. Right. Glaber's tough defensively, but shortstop's the hardest position in baseball. It's been good this year. Corner outfield is the easiest. It's where people go when they can't play the other positions. So to be there's not somewhere we can move him to. You can't hide. That's the last spot. That's, the yeah. last spot. So That's why Anduar's out there too. Yeah, exactly. So like <laughs> they're in to, the same you boat. Can't. Yeah. So in it's the same boat. It's not as much leash. So. Man. Hopefully something happens, but defensively, I mean, Cashman knows right now. You can't play him in. Can't play him in the postseason. I don't care how good the hitting gets. It would have to be seven innings. <laughs> Incredible. He'd have to be like one of the best hitters shift. on the team. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, there's no way you can start him in playoff series. And that's we've just that come so far away from that. I mean, 2019-2020, Clint Frazier had a 125 OPS plus, 844 OPS. He just hasn't been that dude. Hopefully the homer today sparks him or something. Because, yeah, he needs to hit at – he needs to hit at a – 830-plus OPS to put him out there. Yeah. To be Otherwise, playable. you'd rather have you'd rather have Gardy be below average hitting and do Make everything plays. else. Get even plays that don't, even plays that don't, like, hinder games right now, you just can't really have in the postseason. Like, today that ball bounced off the wall and then bounced past him, which turned Mancini's single into a double. Didn't hurt because the pitcher got out of it the next time. But even that shit in the postseason, like, you just can't. Extra bases, extra bases. Yeah. yeah, you just can't get a guy it. into scoring position. Yeah. All right, Texas, here we come. Texas, here we come. Late nights. They start at eight p.m. now. Yep. So Four everyone get set. Get prepared to lose an hour. Later was solid. Anduhar hit a couple balls. Chad Green hot. You, you, you don't, Johnny Luizaga hot. Do you think that they're gonna like once that window expires on Florial that they'll call him up? For Texas or no? No, I mean at this point you have nothing to lose with Ryan Lamar. He's on your team, and if you decide not to use him, you send him down. I mean, I think it could be a short leash, depending the Hicks news. I think you keep Ryan Lamar until you find out the next step with Hicks. I think though, I think Florial, if they were to call him up, they might just give him the next week in AAA, and if they were to call him up and replace Lamar. The homestand. They'd wait to the homestand. Because Boone mentioning that 42-hour rule did make my eyes go, oh, maybe they would have called him up that they even, like, thought about right. that. So that makes me think, oh, well, maybe he's going to come up. Maybe you would just wait to the homestand. And that's where he, uh, him and Ryan Lamar might both be having tryouts right now. Florial at AAA, Lamar at the show. Yeah. Interesting. All right. See you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll be back on Wednesday. With the middle of the week show, I gave uh, Katie Sharp one topic, but if you have any others, maybe some voicemails, maybe we're probably going to have roster updates and tons of shit to talk about.
We didn't yeah. mention, I think Boone indicated Odor probably back sometime during the Ranger series. So, so Ford's going to go down probably then? Ford, right? Because then you can slide DJ over as backup first baseman and Odor can yeah. play third and short. Third and, and second. Like, I guess Andujar can play. They did it one game at the Major League Or level. it's Andujar because they wanted to go get at bats. But no, because Andujar's no, playing he's outfield. He's getting now. at bats. Yeah. It's Ford. Rather, <laughs> it's Ford, right? It should be Ford. Yeah, it's I'd rather Ford. Them, yeah, we all would rather them just stick to Andujar one position while he's getting at bats. What interests me is if. Odor comes back and it's Ford gone, and then Glaber can come back. Who's gone then? Is it Wade uh, to go back, or is it Andujar and Wade becomes the fourth outfielder option and lefty and speed guy? That's where I think we'll, we'll see how Andujar's swinging. So and we'll decide how we feel about that Tuesday. Yeah, maybe Andujar and Wade are in a battle too, Jake. Everyone's battling. Clint, be careful. You got an option. Yeah. Go, Thanks. Yanks. Hey. Yeah. Thanks to a few people left reviews for your birthday when you were dying. I wanted you to get better. For my birthday while I was dying? Yeah. We had a birthday party for you while you were dying. Oh. So thanks for everyone that left reviews. Got us over 2K. Oh, nice. That's a number I've been wanting for a little bit. Thanks, everyone. Appreciate that. Love you guys. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.